Welcome to our Unveiled podcast. My name is Susie, and I am the host of this show. We are an extension of the Women's Life Ministry at Harvest Bible Church in Windsor. Our goal is to shape the culture of women so they can be fully alive through this pandemic, but also beyond. Being fully alive, regardless of circumstances, happens when we live in fellowship with Jesus. And so on this podcast, we are going to talk about everyday events that women experience. Everything we discuss will be through the lens of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are culture shapers. We will challenge you to sift all your beliefs, every message you receive through the lens of Scripture. Just because you have felt it doesn't mean it's true. Just because you have believed it doesn't mean it's true. And just because media says it doesn't mean it's true and you should follow it. Rather, we are called to live in light of God's truth that is revealed through His Spirit, through His Word. And that's where I want to begin shaping your view on marriage and weddings. Very early on, when our world first started shutting down in the beginning of 2020, I started seeing the culture of wedding planning begin to change, and it was good. It started where I started seeing less expectations from family. I saw less emphasis on the externals and a willingness to keep it simple for the sake of joining the covenant of marriage for the glory of God. And of course, we don't want to just change our weddings because someone else is doing it. But we have had an opportunity to rethink weddings and to ask how much of my view of weddings is because that is what media portrays it to be. And how much of my understanding is actually in line with God's mission for marriage and weddings. And so we're going to start by turning things upside down for some of you. Some of you who have always dreamed of your fairy tale wedding. The first thing we're going to do is not address the bride, but the mothers the mother of the groom, and the mother of the bride. Somehow we've missed this very important element of wedding preparation. Many times as I have sat in pre-marriage counseling classes, I have thought, wow, we really need a class for parents. Mothers play a very significant role in the lives of their children. And I don't say this to give any of you a temporary boost in self-esteem, but to remind us of the mission God has given us. He has called us to glorify Him by being disciple-makers. And if we are moms, we do this first and primarily with our children. We don't take this lightly. We can't become complacent. Our primary role is not to be our child's best friend or to make sure they end up with a top-paying job, but to disciple them to themselves become disciple-makers who glorify God, disciple-makers who shape culture, disciple-makers who tell the world that Jesus saves, Mothers who see their role first and foremost as disciple makers will put their hearts into it, and rightly so. But that's also why it can make it so difficult to let go because we've been called to let go. We see this in Genesis 2.24 where it says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And it's also repeated in the New Testament. Ephesians 5.31 says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Our children will leave us and cleave to one another. And I don't think we need to pretend that it doesn't hurt or that it's not hard, but this is what we've been preparing them for. So why do we so often hold back when the time actually comes? We try to control, manipulate, and sometimes even dominate the future spouse. And that's wrong. And that's why mother-in-laws 
often have such a bad reputation. And if we are Christian mothers, we should resolve to be different, not so that we can be liked, uh, but because we want to ultimately bear the image of Christ. We don't want to damage our our future relationship with our son or daughter-in-law. We don't want to damage uh, God's view or God, the the image that God has given to us to represent Him. We don't want any of that. And so with that, we need to learn how to prepare ourselves to let go and to trust God to do, to do the continued great work that He has ultimately begun with them. And so to, to help me with this discussion, I have actually invited Michelle Reed and Rhonda Hill to join me. And this topic is very near to my heart, and I know it is to theirs as well. I have a son who got married almost two years ago, and my second son is engaged to be married this June. Rhonda has two adult children who are both married. Michelle has three out of her five children who are married. And so they they have some experience. And so I just wanted to start off right off the bat and ask Michelle to share with our listeners a bit about how to prepare for the wedding of our children. And Michelle, were you surprised by any of your emotions? Well, Susie, everyone's situation is different. So for us, we had three of our children, two sons and a daughter, get married within a one-year period. So we were in that wedding mindset for the whole year, which was wonderful. But at times for me, some of the flurry of activity can bring about some Mm, emotion and, of course, fatigue, right? Yeah. So I told my husband it felt like a mass exodus. So I kind of had to switch gears and get used to a very different household. And, of course, you know, we were had been preparing for that. Our children were adults, and, and we knew that we wanted them to be productive, responsible adults and and uh, continue on serving the Lord. We were very happy for our children and thankful that the Lord had brought wonderful people into their lives and also into ours. What a blessing for our family. But I have found that even when a wonderful event is taking place, there can also be a part of you that acknowledges a change, a passing of an era, so to speak. Mm, This can bring even a sense of loss or nostalgia. I remember going through a lot of pictures of my kids growing up years and having a few tears. How did it go by so fast? Mm, Yeah. But that's the reality of life. It's a vapor, a mist like the Bible tells us it is. Things never stay the same forever, even if we are in a phase where we would like it to. I think it's good to work through your emotions, though. We have them for a reason. Both tears and laughter are good. An event like this can bring out both. We are down the road a few years now from that. Two of our couples will be celebrating their fifth anniversaries this year already, and the other one their fourth. So time marches on. And it has been a wonderful journey for my husband and I, getting to know our new additions Mm. And just experiencing new things in our family, like the privilege of being grandparents now, which has been amazing. But if you are struggling with feeling that loss, don't worry or feel guilty. It happens when there is a life change, not just weddings. Talk it out with a good friend. Pray for your children as they embark on their new journeys. And ask others to pray for you and for your family as you navigate this new chapter in your life. That's so important. Mm, thanks, Michelle. I think it's so important uh, just bringing out that concept of prayer. And I know I had several years to prepare my heart. My husband uh, started prepping me when my first son entered high school. And he said, you need to start preparing your heart to let go. They're going to be moving out one day. 
and it didn't make sense to me at the time. Why was he telling me this now? I still had four years before any of them would even consider moving out. And yet it took me that time to prepare my heart. And thankfully, um, I was ready. When my son got married, I was ready to, to, to let him go and let him cleave to his new wife. So I'm thankful that my husband prepared me in that way uh, so that uh, my emotions were mostly ready anyways. Uh, Rhonda, I know you've had some experience as well. You've beautifully raised two children and seen them get married. And you've mentioned to me the importance of communication. And so how have you noticed that communication is key as your children prepare for marriage? And do you have any tips to, to keep healthy communication with your adult children and even their spouses? Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking. Yeah, so I, um, I would have to say that, first of all, when I was raising my kids' communication, I would always, um, when there was decision-making especially, when I was successful, when I was a successful <laughs> mom, not when I was a failure mom. Yeah, we have uh, both. But yes, when I've do. done the right thing, I would try to um, point them to the Lord. So if there'd be a decision that needed to be made, I would say, well, have you prayed about it? Because sometimes the decisions were not necessarily a right or wrong decision, mm. but just, Lord, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. So trying to get them to see um, the importance of, in their own life, looking to the Lord and asking Him mm. to direct their steps. Um, but as far as communication with weddings and planning, um, we all know that when there is a breakdown in, a commu- in communication, that that's when there can be hurt feelings, mm-hmm. people can get upset, and it might not even be over the right thing because it just might be uh, a misunderstanding. Yep. Right. So communication is huge, as we all already know. But um, for our kids when they were getting married, I, I would say that um, communicating with my spouse, so finding out um, as a couple um, of the the mom and dad of the bride or groom mm-hmm. that you need to be on board with one another yeah. on what you are able to contribute. And I think finances is the key, a key uh, stressor yep, for always, a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. right? So um, I would say talking with your spouse, finding out what you're, what you're willing to or able to contribute financially, and then finding out from your kids, what kind of wedding are you thinking you want to have? And, and, um, and then just telling them that you're, oh, we are so excited to be adding to our family some Absolutely. wonderful mm-hmm. new additions. So first of all, letting them know how pleased we are with their choices mm-hmm. and that we love them, but also that we are going to be there to support them uh, just not only through the wedding, but through their life together. Yep. Uh, and letting them know, okay, this is uh, what we've talked about. This is what we're able to do financially. And communicating that with them as a couple. Um, when my daughter was getting married, um, I had the most wonderful email come to me from her mother-in-law-to-be just expressing her um, excitement about our kids joining together in marriage. And she... Um, she just let me know that she was excited, that she wants to be involved as as much as we would uh, let her be involved. But she realizes that it's a, a special mother-daughter time, and she wouldn't want to step on toes. But she also let us know that her and her husband wanted to contribute mm. some money. And she gave us an exact dollar amount, which I found very um, wise. Yeah. It was able to help us plan better um, when you're 
when you're looking for venues mm-hmm. and looking for um, how you want your ceremony and reception to go, what kind of money you have to to work with. So I would say that finances being a big stressor, communicating, um, and letting your kids know that you're that you're there with for them and you're excited and you want to be involved as much as they would let you to be involved and it's their day. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, a key thing, just reminding mm-hmm. them it's it's their mm-hmm. day, uh, and it's not about a party. It's about a lifelong mm-hmm. relationship with one another. And um, thankfully, I had the most amazing privilege of witnessing both of my kids' weddings be extremely God-honoring. Mm-hmm. You could just feel the presence of the Lord as they planned their ceremony around what— um, would make it to be an honoring to God experience. Good. Thanks, Rhonda. Uh, definitely communication is so important. Just reminding our kids that we were thankful for them and for their new husband or wife that they will be marrying. Mm-hmm. Very important. And uh, with our communication, we, we do want to be clear and upfront. And yet there's times that mothers can be criticized of being overbearing or overstepping their role. And I thought, Michelle, maybe you could share with us um, and just answer the question, how do you balance being helpful in the wedding preparations but not overstepping? Yeah, it is It is a tricky balancing act because you want to help and be part of it, but you also are realizing that it's their wedding and you want it to have their stamp on it, so to speak. So, however, there are sometimes items that come up that you can see that could be a potential Mm. problem because you've been on the earth for so many more years and you see how things can develop. And sometimes your younger adults may not see that yet. Mm. And um, there can be, that can be a potential for misunderstanding as well. But there needs to be grace given on both sides. Um, when parents try to take over things, it causes stress, and that doesn't go well. But also your adult child needs to understand that there are times that you actually are looking out for their benefit and for, mm-hmm. um, you know, help them, not to harm them. So, again, good open communication is the best way. And praying together and for each other during this time, asking God for his wisdom Um, as you navigate new territory is always the best idea. And you know what? We are going to make mistakes. We are not perfect people. Even though I pray and I ask God Mm. for his wisdom and I keep open communication, sometimes I'm going to mess up. I am not perfect. And um, and none of us are. There's nobody Mm. who can, even as hard as you try, can do it 100% perfect. So with that being said, Um, After going through this, I would recommend that you start the process of planning with all the cards on the table. You ask your child what they envision, and Mm. they also need to listen to your heart on the subject, too. So I had asked my daughter about this um, after the fact and said, you know, do you feel as if I had overstepped in any way? And she said it was good for the most part, but there was a couple of times Mm. when she felt pressure and so I had not intended that at all. And I, and I knew there was like two particular items that were a source of probably mm. frustration for both mm-hmm. of us. But we talked it out. We had good communication. Mm-hmm. I asked her to forgive me if she, you know, felt like I had overstepped because mm-hmm. I certainly wasn't intended to. 
And um, she understood that. And I think as she's grown too, she's probably seen that more as well and uh, knows that I was where I was coming from, that I wasn't out to cause problems, but I just wanted to help. But um, honestly, I think those circumstances of any kind of event like that, especially mm-hmm. with weddings, it can draw out potentially emotional, mm. stressful feelings. So that's where that communication and praying with each other and for each other is such, um, it has to happen mm-hmm. in order to help you get through it. Absolutely. So once again, just the importance of praying, the importance of communicating. And hey, if we, we do mess up, we can extend grace to our children, but also ask for their forgiveness right. if we've we've been part of that. Right. So uh, some great truths there. Rhonda, I remember when my son was getting married, you shared some wisdom with me, and uh, I really appreciated that. So I'm just wondering, uh, could you share with our listeners, what is the most important role a mother or mother-in-law can play in the wedding? Uh, first, I just want to say I love being a mom, um, and it does go very, very fast, mm. and um, and it is emotional. It can yeah. be emotional. And um, so what I have... Um, learned is that um, through this experience, I've not lost a child or two children. I've actually gained two Beautiful. children. Yes. And um, so now I have four great kids, and I'm so thankful for those experiences. But as far as um, maybe what uh, advice I could pass on to mothers would be um, put the Lord first yeah. in all that you do and um, seek Him. And I just feel like... Um, Loving your kids through the ups and downs mm-hmm. and um, praying for them, praying with them. And um, when you go to make decisions in regards to maybe the venue or maybe the who's going to be involved, who's going to stand up in the wedding, looking at dresses, just praying about these things um, before making decisions, uh, just keeping the Lord center and um, and also praying at the wedding, praying mm-hmm. before walking down the aisle, mm-hmm. praying with the bridesmaids, just keeping the Lord in the center of the entire day because um, it, it is a covenant between a man and a woman before God, and we want to honor Him in all that we say and do. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much. I, I've just been blessed once again afresh in my life, and particularly as I realize I'm preparing for this once again with my son's wedding in June, and just a great reminder of of praying and being committed to that. I don't have to have a, a special role. I, I just need to be a prayerful mm-hmm. mom, and that blesses my heart even afresh just, just right now. Michelle or Rhonda, do you do you, any of you, either of you, have anything else you'd like to share before we finish up our, our podcast this week? I just think that um, this whole process of raising children, like as a as a Christian mother, as you mentioned before, it's discipleship. And so we're preparing them mm. whether they end up getting married or not, Absolutely. because not everybody does, but we're preparing them to live out Uh, their life for the Lord and to um, be productive, to be uh, kind, to care about others, and to, number one, love Jesus with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And Mm -hmm. that's what we're we're raising them for. 
And, um, and then we, we pray for them. We pray for them their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And then I've told my kids, even when they're adults and they're married and they're, or they've just gone to their next phase, I pray for them all the time. I still mm-hmm. do. And I'm uh, really thankful for them and I'm very proud of them. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you, Michelle and Rhonda. Was there anything else? or? Yeah, I, I love what Michelle said. I think I could just say ditto to that. But also enjoy the journey. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yep. Enjoy, right? Don't get so stressed out yeah. that you can't even enjoy the right. process or even the the beautiful day that has been planned. Great advice uh, to both of you. I just want you to know I appreciate your friendship and your desire to honor God above all else. As mothers, we have acknowledged we do have a very special love for our children They are a gift that has been entrusted to us by our good God to raise them to be disciples of Mm -hmm, Jesus Christ. mm -hmm. And when they leave us and they cleave to one another, our primary role will will be done, but praying for them is never done. And uh, we will continue to do that all the days of our lives. Mm -hmm. And when the wedding day comes, let's just remember the wedding is not about us. It's not about the mother. It's not about whether we are noticed or we've been given that special role. It's not about having a luxurious party so that our guests will be wowed by our generosity or creativity. Weddings put on a beautiful display of God's loving covenant with his people. As the bride and the groom, they display their love and promise their lifelong love and faithfulness to each other. And as this is displayed through vows and through beauty, because there's nothing wrong with beauty and celebration, but as this is displayed through all of this, we give God all the glory and we just ask that the room be filled not by our radiance or the radiance of what we've done, but by the radiance of our God. Amen. And so I hope our listeners will join us again next week as we continue our series on wedding planning Um, Next week, I'll have Karen Hazard join me. She'll be with me for three weeks as we talk about the different seasons of wedding planning, specifically for the bride. And so next week, our focus will be on the pre-engagement season. Till then, may God be with you all. 